Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. A top NFL prospect is having some major issues when it comes to social media. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, the ESPN app, and of course, on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and as always, Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. So glad you could be with us today. Hopefully you had a phenomenal 4th of July holiday and you're enjoying the holiday. A little three-day weekend extended into today. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've gotten into plenty of baseball talk in the first hour with the Yankees and their problems, season falling apart completely we've also discussed the nba finals that begin tomorrow night between the phoenix suns and the milwaukee bucks and why for chris paul there may only be a downside to these nba finals rather than a real positive for the legacy of his career but one issue that is popping up that is very interesting is the continued impact of social media when it comes to professional athletes and This one in particular is a little bit different. Zach Wilson of the New York Jets, their second overall pick, and their future at quarterback after they let Sam Darnold go. Well, he's not exactly completely the problem when it comes to social media for himself or for his team. It's really more possibly of his mother. His mother, Lisa Wilson, started started to garner a lot of attention when she was so visible around the draft and has been outspoken on issues, shall we say, on her social media and such. And apparently Zach has tried to convince her to dial it back a little bit and maybe shut it all down altogether. Not sure what her motivation is, if she wants to be an influencer or what exactly she is looking for out of this. Take a listen to Lisa Wilson and what she had to say on Instagram this past week about what she's planning on doing moving forward with social media. People out there that think I embarrass my son. Has he asked me to take down my social media? He has before. And he says, Mom, if it's about money, I'll give you money. He says, Zach, I'm going to your money. He says, Mom, you don't embarrass me, but I can't stand these people treating my mom like crap. And I said, Zach, you know what? If you saw the messages that I receive every single day from women that started exercising again, women that are learning to cook for the first time ever, women that are changing their relationships with their husbands, I refuse to abandon those people. I can take the heat. Bring it on. Okay, so look, your motives, as you speak of there, are clearly very positive, and the influence that you've had on other women so far and getting those messages and that's that's terrific. The problem is the 98% of social media that can be a complete cesspool and we are fully aware of that. And it has nothing to do with any of the positivity that comes out of it. Now, if that is behind why she wants to have such a big presence, well, you respect it and you understand it. And if she is willing to deal with all the negativity that comes with it, more power to her. The problem is 
It's not about Lisa Wilson in this case. It's about Zach Wilson right now. And the problem is, is that you're not Lisa Wilson anymore because of what your son is doing. You are now Zach Wilson's mother. And that's how you are known moving forward. So when Zach tells her he doesn't like how people speak to her, it's completely understandable because you are going to get absolutely hammered on for anything that you do when it comes to Instagram or it comes to Twitter. That's just fact. People can be awful. Is this news? It's not. So your son is beginning to be one of the biggest stars in the biggest market in the world, and this is not helping him. Now, this is easy for me to say because I am not a parent, but doesn't that work against your kid's best interests? He's trying to get his career going here. He's got the kind of opportunity that so many would kill to have and that rarely any get. And you feel this in this instance that because you've had a positive effect on a few people, but it's having a majorly negative effect on your son, well, and it's going to continue to get worse, by the way, that weighs out the positive effect you've had. I respect that. No offense to Lisa Wilson. There are also plenty of other places for people on social media for men and women alike to go and get some sort of, you know, inspiration. There are plenty of places to go. So if you quit, it's honestly, all right, some people will definitely miss you. But what is more important at this point? the well-being of your son and his future, not having to answer questions about something that you might have said or done on social media already. You know, she's made comments about masks and all that kind of stuff during the pandemic that rub people the wrong way. No matter what you say, no matter what your takes are, that doesn't matter. People are going to find a problem with it. And the front-facing person of your account is your son, is the one who is going to be dealing with all of the attention from it. And so if it were my kid, and I'm, again, in the cheap seats over here, admittedly, I don't know that I want to do anything that's going to potentially hinder his potential success moving forward. In the biggest market in the world, for a team that is desperate for a franchise quarterback that has gone through so many many since Joe Namath, and your son is the next one who is charged with being that, and the Jets feel that strongly about it. Taking a step away from it may not be the worst thing in the world to do. Because while you have all the good feelings about the positive effect that you may be having, Your son may feel the negative effects more than you. And there there is a lot more negative about this than there is positive. We all know that. 
it can be a complete cesspool. Why do this? What If your son asks you to do it, and it's because he doesn't want to see you get treated poorly, well, obviously it upsets him. And at the same time, there is going to come a time in the coming months, within the first year of being a rookie quarterback starter in the league, where he's going to have to deal with questions about that, about something you said or something that you did to draw attention to your account that is going to be taken wrong by somebody. And then, as if he doesn't have enough on his plate already as a rookie quarterback, then he's going to have to contend with that. Help a kid out, huh? Shut it down, at least for now. Let him get established in the league. Shut it down. Chris Carlin in for Greeny. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If you missed any of the show, as always, if you missed Buster Olney last hour, talking about the players that will be available come the trade deadline and what the Yankees need to do moving forward here, you can always find both hours of the show Posted daily as a podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. On the way, the Olympics are not that far away. Teams qualifying, countries qualifying. But is this a good thing for the NBA? We discuss in moments. Chris Garland in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Whether on your radio, on your phone, or your smart speaker. Now playing ESPN Radio. If Cam stinks up the joint with these dudes that they went out and got, and the New England Patriots are not competitive within their division, they need to cut him during the middle of the year. Wake up with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Tomorrow starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch them on ESPN2. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Brainstorm, what is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that Grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Greeny, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Greeny now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Greeny. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today. As always, it's presented by Progressive Insurance and guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Really feel-good moment yesterday for Luka Doncic, whose team uh, from Slovenia has qualified for the Olympics and even in the middle of his press conference, his teammates coming out to really celebrate and talk uh, just about how excited they all were to achieve this. And Luca, after Slovenia won the game, made this comment that I think is pretty telling and pretty interesting when you take a listen to it. Uh, I would say gold medal with Slovenia. It's you play for your country, and that's something that really, really... But I wouldn't mind both. He's talking about winning a championship or winning a gold medal with Slovenia. So he'd rather win a gold medal with Slovenia. Wants to have both. Okay, you understand that. But you respect where it comes from with Luka in this case because it means so much to him and his home country. And that would be a remarkable accomplishment for Slovenia. What isn't a remarkable accomplishment anymore is the USA basketball team. This continues to bother me. It's, it's, I understand you want to keep things on a level playing field when you have professional players playing for their countries uh, in the Olympics. And, you know, it might seem to feel like if the U.S. is playing amateurs only, well, then you have a, uh, probably a, a, a playing field that is not level, that is not fair, because that level of international competition has jumped so much. But let's be fair, okay? When it comes to the gold medal and the United States, it's an assumption. It's not an achievement. It's an assumption. And if you don't win the gold medal, it's a major, major disappointment. I will not remember as many try to talk about when I talk about the legacy of somebody like Carmelo Anthony, that he is one of the greatest winners in all of Olympic history. 
when it comes to Olympic basketball. Three gold medals. That, that's great. I'll actually remember more that he was on the team that lost. <laughs> because a gold medal in the Olympics for the United States, it, it really does not mean a whole lot. And I hate the fact that we have high-level players in the United States who are making the level of money that they are playing in the Olympics. To me, that should be more for lower-level players in the league or G League guys, guys who are trying to make a name for themselves and guys who have an opportunity to really grow as players from the experience. Is Dame Lillard becoming a better player because he played in the Olympics? No. Let's be clear. Dame Lillard is risking injury by playing in the Olympics. Drew Holiday is risking injury. Bradley Beal is risking injury. Jason Tatum is risking injury. A gold medal to a United States basketball player, I understand why it's special, but there's no way it's more special than an NBA championship. No chance. So, to me, I hate the fact that we have so many superstars that play for the Olympic team. I really do. It, it drives me insane because the games are going to be non-competitive. You're going to walk away with a gold medal, and only bad things can happen. See, I'm a very big risk-reward guy. Honestly, what's the reward when the risk is that immense? Think about that again. What's the reward when the risk is that immense? Me personally, when it comes to thinking about how great a player is and his achievements, a gold medal on a U.S. Olympic basketball team when it's comprised of superstars to begin with, it's not going to do much for me. It's truly not. You know, the dream team for years, it was one thing, okay? We have reached that level now where the investments of NBA clubs have reached such a ridiculous level that, to me, players should be rethinking just how important it is to them. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Will these NBA Finals actually provide a big-time matchup when maybe we all don't expect it? We ask one of our experts next. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I think the boys are playing this because I told them Varsity Blues is on. They're about to run the hook and ladder. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. That is where we are headed right now to welcome in ESPN senior NBA writer, fantasy hoops writer, Andre Snellings. And first of all, Andre, take a bow. Take a bow because <laughs> you said the Bucks in six and the Suns in six, and here we are. Yes, sir. You know, my stuff always works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent, excellent way to look at it. So, <laughs> you know, Andre, first of all, let's talk about the Bucks and the fact that they are here without Giannis at this point. And I saw something that you tweeted earlier today, and I think it's a, a big misnomer that's going on right now, that Giannis's presence or lack thereof at the moment has added so much to the attention to Chris Middleton that people have started to put the two on the same level uh, level kind of expound on what you were writing this morning and the thought that that's really not the case yeah you know there's been a push you know even really before Giannis got hurt um, by some people I really like respect some of my people in the industry that, you know, because Chris Middleton can be an alpha scorer when he's on, that he's the real, like, Batman of the team. And and Giannis is, like, you know, his sidekick or a Robin or something. And, for one, it's absurd because they're teammates, right? They push in the same direction. They got the same goal. So this narrative, it irritates me because it kind of – it makes it so you have to pit one against the other, right? You know, like, I'm sure the Milwaukee Bucks, and they even asked Giannis about it in the locker room, and he was like, you know – I'm I'm happy he's on my team. I'm happy with what he contributes. But, you know, when it comes down to the end of the day, the Bucks are built on Giannis. He's he's the scaffold. He's what holds everything together. And yes, Middleton has his role. He's like a mega version of like an all-star version of if you if you're old enough to remember, Benny the Microwave Johnson. Where if like on on the Pistons back in the day, if he got hot, it was over. You know, Middleton is that but from an all-star level. So he's a really good player. Um, Drew Holiday actually has come in these last couple games and been the Giannis for the team, the guy that, like, runs both ends of the court and does his thing. You know, all three of them are important. All three are vital to what the Bucks want to do. But at the end of the day, this is Giannis' team. Andre Snellings with us, joining us via the Goodyear hotline, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. ESPN senior NBA writer. Okay, so answer me this. 
is it fair for me to believe, even when he was on the court, that Middleton's stock has gone up while Giannis is maybe in this postseason has gone down a little bit when people get a full chance to see him overall? I think it may be fair to say because I think that's kind of what's happening. That's the narrative that we're seeing. I don't think that it's fair that it's actually happening. You know, and and I think it's happening in a lot of cases because people have already made their minds up, right? The last two seasons, Giannis has been the MVP and the Bucks lost in the playoffs. And so they made their mind up that Giannis was the reason they weren't getting to the next level. And so now they are getting to the next level. And, you know, either you have to say, well, Giannis wasn't the problem before, or you have to come up with another reason. Well, well, he was the problem, but it's actually that Middleton is stepping up, you know? It's really none of those things. It's, you know, I, I wrote an article way back in, like, March or something, talking about how I thought the Bucks were the best team in the NBA because they made two very key adjustments. You know, Giannis is a big man. Like, I, I think people forget that. Like, you, you want your – we, we kind of want our best player to be in the mold of Michael Jordan, you know, or LeBron James or, or even Kobe Bryant. We want them to look a certain way. That's not what Giannis is. He's more center. He's more Shaq than he is Kobe. So his set of responsibilities doesn't necessarily have to include being the closer on the team. You know, and, and someone could be the closer on the team and not be the best player. And, and we're seeing that with Milwaukee. So, um, you know, the fact that, that Giannis is averaging like 30 and 15 and is the best defensive player on a team that was easily going to make the finals kind of before he got hurt, and then still managed to do it after he got hurt, should be a huge boon to all involved, including him, as well as Middleton and Holiday and everybody else on the squad. Andre, when you look at at this particular matchup, um, how do you evaluate it not knowing whether or not or how much we're going to see Giannis in this series? Yeah, I mean, that's the elephant in the room. That's the hard part. So for the Bucks, before we shift entirely to the Suns, the, the, the one positive, if there is one, to Giannis being hurt is I feel like it kind of made them return to their roots. Like, it used to drive me crazy, um, especially during the Nets series, that, you know, the, the Bucks they're not a balanced team. They're a bully team. They're bigger than you. They're, they're, they're bigger than everyone else. You can't stop them in the paint. And if they build off of that at both ends of the court, then they, it's really difficult for them to be beaten. And we've seen that with Giannis out, that, that they've, you know, Holiday's penetrating. Uh, Brooke Lopez is doing his thing. Bob Tortoise is doing his thing. Like, that's the style they need to play, even when Giannis is healthy. They don't need him bringing it up. They need him, you know, setting the picks, getting the ball at the elbow and in, and, and really going to the rim. Um, and so that helps them. But if Giannis can't go, they just don't have the talent. The Suns are too good um, for, for what worked against the Trey Youngless Hawks team to work against them. On the Suns side, they are the team with balance, right? They, they've got this elite perimeter duo um, that, that can just control the action and create offense from the outside. And then they've got DeAndre Ayton in the paint, who people haven't really been paying attention to, but he's been really good ever since he's been in the NBA. And then they've got these glue guys, like a whole bunch of forwards, like combo forwards that can shoot the three and play defense. If, if they can really work their balance and then as well um, – take advantage of the pick, the on-ball pick on, on offense, that's their strength, and it's one of the Bucks' uh, defensive weaknesses. That's how they could compete even if Giannis is at full strength. 
if Giannis is not at full strength, then I think the Suns have the advantage. ESPN senior NBA writer Andre Snellings joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Andre, I have made the case that in some ways, as people continue to talk about the legacy of Chris Paul, it's unfortunate that you have a team in the Suns that have beaten the Lakers without AD, the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, the Clippers without Kawhi, and now potentially the Bucks without Giannis because people will always look at this a little bit differently as a championship because they'll say he had an easier road, but he kind of did. So is it unfair to characterize this as more of a risk in the finals if the Suns were to lose than maybe a bonus toward his legacy if the Suns were to win? Ooh, I don't see that at all. Um, okay. Because he's never been here before, right? Um, this is his one opportunity. And, you know, when it comes to these conversations, especially basketball, I mean, like barbershop-style basketball conversations, people like the one hit, you know, you could say, okay, he was an MVP, he, you know, 10-time All-Star, you know, NBA champion. Like, th- those are the things that, that, that we lead with in these conversations. And Chris Paul finally making it to the finals – is a big tick in the box and this is his chance to win a a, a ring at which point he's no longer questioned at all um the people really don't remember the path that people took to get their championships Mm. right like i mean you know it it, it can be just a few years ago right the the warriors first championship they went through a bunch of teams that had injuries including when they faced the Cavs when lebron was out there without kevin love and Kyrie irving but that's not what people remember. You know, I'm, I'm a basketball nerd, so I remember when Tim Duncan and the Spurs won in 03, and everybody was hurt. Dirk got hurt. Uh, Chris Webber was hurt. Even Kobe was hurt. He had hurt his shoulder against the Timberwolves in the first round. He kept playing, but he wasn't 100%. And, and it was like, you know, the Spurs kept getting by, kept getting by, and they won a championship. But in the narrative of history, a lot of people feel like that was Duncan's most impressive championship because he didn't have a lot of help either. So my point is, is that people will remember that Chris Paul's team made it here. And if they win the championship, they'll definitely remember that. I don't think they're going to worry so much outside of like deep dive conversations about the path they took to get there. Okay, but people do remember, for instance, that Durant went to Golden State to get the easier path to the championship, and I know plenty of players do that now, but he's looked at a certain way for a team that al- already had won one. I, I don't think right. it, takes, it takes away from his greatness, but they do take that into account. And I wonder if you're somebody that's never been able to do it before, if that does get taken a little bit more into account. I don't think so, because people weren't mad at Durant because they won. They were mad at his decision to go to a team that had just won 73 games and a championship, you know, two years earlier, and then use that as as his vehicle to get championships. But, you know, I I feel like it makes my point. Even now, you know, Durant is thought of in a different way because he has those rings than if he didn't. You know, I mean, I watched first first take. I watched Greeny. You know, I watched the, 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 uh, the, 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 the analysts come on the show, and they talk about how Durant is proven in a way that say Giannis isn't when they were facing each other and a lot of that comes a because he's a scorer and that's what people like to see but b because he has those rings and even though you know the path that he took to get them you'll still hear them argue like well he was the best player on the team so it doesn't matter 
I feel like, you know, in Chris Paul's case, he joined a team that didn't even make the playoffs. So everything to this point has been a positive for him. And I really don't think that the pass is going to be a negative in the long run. Yeah, I think that the fact that Chris Paul did what he did in joining this team, a team that hadn't made the playoffs in 11 years, almost speaks more to his greatness than this does at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's all one package, right? You know, it's not either or to me. It's, you know, he joined a team that didn't make the playoffs. They've kind of made NBA history by making the finals in his first year here. And, you know, if he gets the ring, then, heck, the ring is the thing. But if if they don't get the ring, I think this whole season, start to to finish, is going to be nothing but a positive in in an inner circle Hall of Fame career. All right, last one for you. Andre Snellings joining us here on Greeny, ESPN senior NBA writer. Does Devin Booker come out of these finals as the next superstar in the league? He's right there. Um, you know, what happens in the playoffs is what shapes the, the, the narrative, right? And so, you know, I wrote an article about the Suns in April, and I was pointing out how, you know, all of the things that they had going for them, that Devin Booker was doing things statistically – that only like the best of the best were, were, were doing, you know, names like, you know, James Harden and Kobe and, and Oscar Robertson are like, those, those were the types of uh, names that his accomplishments had before this season. And so then when you factor in how he's played in the postseason, that he's made a name for himself, that the team is in the finals, if they were to win the championship and he's putting up 25 or 30 a game, um, he, I mean, I think Chris Paul would probably be the finals MVP just because. But even, you know, he messes around, gets the finals MVP. Then, yeah, it puts him at a level that his generational peers aren't quite at right now. You know, I think Donovan Mitchell is ready to make that leap, but he's not here. You know, Devin Booker is. So, yeah, this is an opportunity for him to to get on a first-name basis with the rest of the world over the next few years. Andre, awesome stuff. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes. Thanks for having me. Andre Snellings, ESPN senior writer. You can follow him on Twitter at Professor DRZ. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny. Your calls in a moment in 60 seconds at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Does this particular matchup in the NBA Finals, potentially without Giannis for the entire time, affect the legacy of CP3? Does it actually work against him more if they lose, then work for him if they win. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Do you have a motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's sitting in your garage that you have been waiting to sell? With RumbleOn.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. RumbleOn.com will give you a cash offer for your vehicle and pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. They can even finance your next Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and even more if you are just looking to upgrade. See what Rumble On can do for you by visiting rumbleon.com. Fast bikes, faster cash. Chris Carlin for Greedy. Let's hit the phones at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Oh, it's the great Richard in Manhattan. Next on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Richard, how are you? Hi, Chris. You know, I, I truly believe Chris Paul has to win this for his legacy, much like Jason Kidd 10 years ago had to win it with Dallas. The kid was fantastic with the Nets, 
But until he won that with the Dallas uh, team that year, uh, 10 years ago, I don't think he, he really – he became bigger than that after that. Now, you look at guys like Stockton, Iverson, Nash, Gary Payton, even Reggie Miller, right? How much one of those guys – or any of those guys would have been elevated if they won a championship. Uh, and I'll go back in the day. Rick Barry, when he won it in 75, that's why Barry is exalted to superstar status. Well, Richard, it, let it, me ask like, you this question, can, Richard. It, yeah. Does it at all affect your view of a championship for Chris Paul if Giannis does not play in this oh, game? No, no, not at all. No, 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 no. They still got to win. You still got to beat the best teams out there. I don't think injury has anything to do with anything. As long as you win, that's all that matters. So let him win it, and this way, you know, it'll be like you know, Jerome Bettis or like Michael Strahan. He can just go off into the sunset, and, and he'll be, oh, no, it'll be great for him. Even, yeah, I don't choose, think he's going to do that, though, Richard. No, Appreciate the no. call. And the reason Pleasure, being Chris. is there's going to be entirely too much money on the plate for for Chris Paul, it's it's honestly amazing. Think about the team option, or rather the player option that's available to him right now, versus what could potentially be available to him beyond that. Here's ESPN's Bobby Marks, front office insider, on just what may lay ahead for Chris Paul. Chris Paul has a $44.7 million player option. It is a large number. Uh, when you look at the market for, for teams for Chris Paul, you're looking at teams like New York, Miami, uh, potentially Dallas as the three teams that have cap space. The one thing that impacts Paul is that this salary cap is going to stay relatively flat. So you are only looking at a handful of teams that have cap space. But one thing with Chris, keep in mind, he's earned over $300 million in his career. Quality of life now becomes a key component as far as what his next decision is going to be. And he can just go back to that Phoenix team that, you know, is in an NBA Finals and re return the same players and has a chance to potentially win it all for maybe a second year in a row. For all those that continue to try to cling to the notion that maybe Chris Paul would come to the Knicks, that's one reason why he won't. He is a West Coast guy, and the Lakers might even be more of an option uh, for him and LeBron getting that crew together. Think about that. Chris Paul has already made $300 million as a player and could potentially earn another $100 million over the next three years by opting out of a deal that could pay him $44 million next year. Unreal. Brian in Virginia, next on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Brian, what's going on? Hey there. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to comment about Chris Paul as far as whether he wins it or not. Um, the thing is, no one's dealt with more injuries and tough luck than he has in his career. This is just another game for him as far as the championship goes, meaning another way of him to, to show who he is. It's not his fault that somebody may be hurt or not hurt. You know what I mean? And what for anybody to look at it and say, oh, well, he only won it because Giannis is not there. I mean, to me, that's ridiculous because of the fact, look how many times he had a chance and maybe could have went further than he could have, but he was hurt. Brian, let me ask you this question, though. What happens if he loses? How do I you mean, look at him at that point? I, uh, man, that is tough. I mean, that is a tough way to look at it. Um, I think everybody would look at it like, wow, uh, he just has no – I don't <laughs> No luck. You know what I mean? I guess it goes to that. I mean, to just the injuries he sustained and all, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just unfortunate stuff over and over and over again at the timeliest fashions. But, yes, you're right. I mean, that, it, it's tough to say anything 
positive if he was not the win. Brian, appreciate the call. And that's the thing. If if somehow the Bucks actually win this series, and look, if Giannis is playing, there's not a knock to be had. If the Bucks win this series without Giannis, as the Suns are a minus 180 favorite, according to Caesars William Hill, then I think that probably hurts Chris Paul more than the positive aspect of it in winning a championship would help him. And <laughs> that may be completely unfair because it, he can't do anything about the fact that Anthony Davis didn't play in the Lakers series, that Jamal Murray didn't play in the Nuggets series, that Kawhi Leonard didn't play in the Clippers series. But I absolutely think it hurts him more than it helps him if they lose. And you look at Chris Paul overall, you take that championship potential away, as we were discussing with Andre. I get it if you don't want to examine it and say, well, he had an easier road. Completely fair. All you can do is take care of the teams that are in front of you. But think about for a moment if the Suns were to lose this series and there's no Giannis on the floor. That speaks volumes then at that point. It doesn't tell you that Chris Paul is any less of a player, but it'll speak volumes toward his legacy overall for having not won a championship when seemingly... It had all set up perfectly for him. I don't think there's going to be a scenario where you're going to look at it and say, boy, he just wasn't nearly the player we thought he was. He'd have to play really poorly in the finals for that to be the case. To me, I'm always going to be most impressed this season with the fact that he took a team that wasn't even a playoff team and brought them to the postseason. Hadn't been there in 10 years. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast.